Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from February 15th until February 22nd, as we have a lot of energies and aspects in motion this week. There is Venus conjunct Neptune in Pisces, Saturn and the Sun conjunct in Aquarius, then we're going to have the sun enter Pisces, followed by a Pisces new moon. Then Venus enters Aries, and we also have an active Mercury. So there's going to be a lot to discuss in this week's show. And as always, I hope this is beneficial, gives you a heads up, helps you understand perhaps some things that you're moving through or that you're navigating, and also how all planets are direct right now, which means there's more support for those next steps, what you are focused on, what you're intending, what you're consciously creating with your energy. And this is a time to really be in that power in yourself, to really be in that place of what are you moving towards? What are you intentionally wanting in your world, in your life? How are you actively co creating with the universe, because these are energies that can move things ahead with greater ease and grace and almost this effortlessness as well. So keep in mind that we are moving through an opening up of the energies. And I am feeling this as expansive, fresh energy. Almost like, do you remember a few weeks ago, perhaps even a month ago, we were talking about the energy felt like we were threading a needle. There was a compression in the energy, like a tightness or a sense of, I got to focus on this. I got to get this done. You know, things that could have felt too, like they were applying tension or pressure. And then we've moved through some energetic shifts that have opened up the energy. And I hope you're feeling that too, especially in a supportive manner where it feels like you're no longer in that compression chamber or there is no longer that tightness. It can feel like it's easier to take deeper breaths or it's just easier to move about. It just feels like the energy is more open and more free, which brings up questions of how are you making choices in these energies? How are you trusting yourself, trusting what calls to you or what you are energized by? So this is a time to really look at how you're using your energy and how you're remaining in that place of empowered co-creation with the universe. Now, as I do this show on February 15th, we have Venus conjunct Neptune in Pisces at 24 degrees. This is a very loving, soft, compassionate energy. This is a lightening up of any dense frequencies that you've been holding. There could be a sense that you're just ready to surrender or let something go. You're ready to allow something to just be as it is. There can be less of a need here to assert our own will or to require something to be a certain way. The Pisces energies is how we really step into trusting what we can't see that can be very 
scary for the mind or the ego at times, but this is where there is also an elevation of frequency and Venus conjunct Neptune wants us to see the best in a situation, see the best in others, see the best in ourselves. Sometimes, of course, this can be to our own detriment if we are in a place of big idealism or rose-tinted glasses, but this is also about allowing people off the hook in a gentle, kind way. Not like you forgive all the horrible things they did. I don't mean it in that way. I mean that you can see how everyone is doing the best they can exactly where they're at based on their level of consciousness, their self-awareness, based on what they've been through, what they're choosing. And that's also how we are each in our own experiences, our own timelines. And if you can accept that, if you can accept that in your heart, if you can accept that in your intuition, I'm also feeling this as being something that your spiritual self is probably already accepting, that your soul is already in that essence of allowing people to be where they're at and do what they need to do. So this is again a softening of an energy and it can help you release, step back, not be overly entangled or overly attached to something or someone or even a particular outcome. So this would be a time to really look at how you are honoring that softening within yourself because that also then affects you. That also allows you to experience greater compassion, greater acceptance, greater understanding of what you've been through or what you're moving through and to just give yourself that grace. You could also feel this as a shift in a situation. Maybe if something was really stressful, really intense, you were really worried about it, had anxiety coming up, and then you're like, yeah, you know what? It's cool. I'm good. It's fine. It'll be okay. It's going to work itself out. It's going to go in one direction or another. Something is coming through now that I feel is very supportive and kind. There's always a kindness with Venus conjunct Neptune. So if you can allow that energy to come in and be essentially encoded within you, it could give you a higher sense of peace around anything that maybe was previously stressful or troubling. Now we also have Sun conjunct Saturn at 27 degrees of Aquarius on February 16th. And I did mention this energy last Wednesday and last Wednesday show. It is building and it is an annual event. It only happens once a year that the Sun is conjunct Saturn. And in fact, this is the last time that the Sun and Saturn will be conjunct in Aquarius for the next 28 years. It's occurring again at 27 degrees of Aquarius in your chart. And the sun brings in the light and the warmth to showcase what that Saturn in Aquarius energy has been teaching you. Where you've been working hard, where you've had to show up, be responsible, be mature, and make some big real world decisions, or perhaps just understand how you're using your energy responsibly or not in certain areas of your life. The sun conjunct Saturn can also bring about clarity. And this is a clarity that requires choices, where you have to make a decision. 
Saturn can often be something associated with a stop sign or a challenge, especially if you haven't been taking care of things. If you have been letting something slide, pushing it away, you haven't been showing up for it, you haven't been dotting your I's or crossing your T's, Sun conjunct Saturn focuses in on the business, the work, what is important. So there could be something important that you have to take care of. It's time sensitive. It requires you to be responsible and to ensure you're doing it properly. There is also an energy signature here of understanding where you're ready to say a no. Saturn supports being able to establish boundaries and understanding what is best for your energy or where there are energy leaks. Saturn also wants us to feel fortified and supported. And in order to do that, we can't be overly depleted and overly giving. So just as Saturn requires you to stand strong in yourself, and I see it as that full alignment in the backbone strengthening your spine, strengthening, standing proud and strong in your own energy. That's also where others are required to do the same. And so this could be where perhaps if you have been overly supportive of others, overly providing for them or doing a lot for them, there could be a retraction of that. You could understand, you know, I don't want to keep doing that anymore. That actually doesn't serve my energy. It doesn't serve where I'm going. And that's part of the Aquarius energy signature is that we're understanding what matters to us for the long term, what is significant to us at a personal level that we want to invest our own energy in that then leads to a bigger contribution of some kind. But if you're feeling depleted, overwhelmed, or burdened by too many external energies, it's important to take stock and assess realistically, this is where I have to lay down the law, or I have to say no, or I have to remove myself from something. And this could be a time as well where you're making decisions of what you don't want anymore, where you have to say no to others, to commitments, to groups, to people, to anything that you were involved in. And since Saturn has been in Aquarius since 2020, this part of our life has been a focal point of responsibility. And because this is the last Sun-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius for the next 28 to 30 years, there's something pivotal here that you're being guided to trust in yourself that could even be difficult. It could be something that you're like, oh, it's going to make me so uncomfortable to step away from this or to say no. Maybe there's something you've changed your mind about or you're seeing it from a different perspective now. Perhaps it's something that's been front and center for you for the past three years or so since Saturn entered Aquarius. You've journeyed through some things. You've understood what is worth your time, energy, and attention and what is not. So expect decision-making this week, not only your own, but from others. When the sun is conjunct Saturn, this is also where we receive the decisions from other authorities, from a boss, from someone in charge who's planning things, who's running the show. This is where people who are in a place of greater responsibility and leadership make decisions and make announcements. So that is very strong this week. Uh, you could see that in your own world, perhaps in your family, at 
work, uh, in your personal life, but know that there's a seriousness here around matters that you've already been aware of. So chances are it's not new. It's something you've already been thinking of, already been contemplating. And the good thing is that this energy in Aquarius supports us in using our throat chakra and effectively communicating what we need to say and reminding yourself that you're not responsible for other people's reactions or what they're thinking or what they're perceiving. You're not responsible for taking on what they are experiencing or their next steps. So keep that in mind simply because of how Saturn in Aquarius brings up our commitments to others, to others that we interact with, whether those are friends or social circles, groups, whether those are co-workers or people in a workplace. We can sense the other's energy. And the Saturn influence wants you to, again, come back to your spine and to your backbone and fortify it. And if there is a big choice or decision you're moving through or sitting with, this energy is crystallizing that for you. And I'm even seeing this as some beautiful downloads of energy that you could be receiving through your spine. It's almost like those crystalline light codes come through and they're so clear and bright. And I'm seeing them as very shiny and sparkly and they have this effervescence to them. And if you want support, simply visualize that kind of energy running through your spine running down your backbone, maybe you see it running through your chakras, whatever feels energetically correct for you, but know that this is a time to be in your power with your own decision making and with what is true for you, especially for the long term. Then we're going to see the sun enter Pisces on February 18th. And this happens at 5.34 p.m. That's Eastern time. The sun enters Pisces. Pisces is the 12th and final sign of the zodiac. And it is the energy of completions, reflection, letting go. And it's where we begin to go higher above the human realm, above what we see with our eyes or what we are tapping into with our senses. Pisces is a mutable sign, a sign of duality, which connects our human will to spiritual will. And this is where in Pisces, we learn what needs to be transmuted. We understand what has served its purpose and it's ready to go. We have a sense of what we're energetically complete with. At the same time, Pisces is also an acknowledgement of what you're taking forward, what is going to be transmuted and brought into the next cycle, the next beginning that initiates with Aries season. So this is basically a time of running things through a filter, running it through a filter. And I don't mean an Instagram filter. I mean like the kind of filter that is like a sieve where you run things through it and it will catch what needs to stay and everything else will just flush out and be completed. So as we move into Pisces season, it is important to be aware of what you're taking forward. But in Pisces, because the energy is meant to go higher, there's something that is ready to be elevated. 
in Pisces season. And it's elevated through the energetics and your intuition. It's elevated through spiritual understanding and spiritual growth. It's where you say, oh, that's what I was learning. That's what I was moving through. That's what this was about. That's what I needed to understand. I'm going to take that information, those insights forward, and I'm going to leave behind the rest. I don't have to take it all with me. I can allow some things to be filtered out and then understand what is important and what is necessary for my ongoing growth. Now, the other part of Pisces energy is that because it is about duality and it's the two fishes, all right? So there's the fish that goes up and the fish that goes down. It's as above, so below, as within, so without. And in Pisces season, not only are we meant to go higher into the spiritual understandings, we're then meant to continue the energetic cycle and bring that awareness back down into our human experiences. Otherwise, we stay in that state of idealism. We stay in this place of detachment that lacks grounding. And that can be a beautiful playground for creativity, imagination, fantasy, art, all these things that are actually supported in Pisces season, where we rise above the physical world and we understand things in a whole new way and we get a play with those energies. But part of the Pisces journey is how you then reconnect these parts of yourself into your everyday life, into your physical world, because we need it to land back in our own human consciousness. We need the energy to go up, to be set free, to see things from a higher perspective. In fact, Pisces is also connected with your higher self and how you're always journeying with your higher self. But it does require human invitation to connect to that energy. So part of what we do with healthy Pisces energy is bring that awareness back down into our everyday world and to allow those spiritual insights, that creativity, imagination, those parts of you to come back and be active in what you're moving through without staying lost in la-la land. And that is also a Pisces energy signature. So again, we begin Pisces season on February 18th, and we will keep talking about these themes as we move through Pisces season. We also have coming up the Pisces new moon, which occurs at one degree of Pisces on February 19th. So right after the sun enters Pisces, the sun and the moon are conjunct at one degree of Pisces. And this is where there is an initiation of new energies. Now I do have a chart for you on YouTube going through more of the particulars of this Pisces new moon on February 19th. And something that really stands out to me is how this particular new moon is going to be supported by Saturn entering Pisces. So Saturn enters Pisces on March 7th. So after the new moon, after the new moon. But what happens is that Saturn is going to come to the same degree point in your chart where it has not been for nearly 30 years. So we have a Pisces new moon at one degrees. Then Saturn in Pisces gets to this same one degree one month later 
and is going to travel across this degree point, one degrees of Pisces, three times throughout 2023. So this is a very important Pisces new moon because here comes Saturn that's going to make something real. What is your intention for this Pisces new moon? Because when Saturn walks in the door and works with this degree point three times in 2023, this is where Saturn creates the energy. Saturn manifests and makes it tangible. Saturn brings in the awareness of how this can be something that then exists in your 3D reality. Now, Pisces is about the 5D, the higher realms, your soul's energy, your higher self's energy. Saturn is about the physical world, your 3D reality, what you're seeing and touching. So this could be something that you can intentionally manifest throughout 2023. And again, it's based on one degree of Pisces in your chart. So look at where that is located for you, which house you have one degrees of Pisces in because Saturn is going to be there around March 20th, around October 5th, and around December 5th. So whatever begins with the Pisces new moon, it's going to be a focal point for Saturn in March October and December. So be very clear with what you want to bring to life, what you want to manifest, what you want to work on and apply energy towards. Because as I was just explaining earlier about Saturn, this is where we need boundaries and focus. This is where we understand what we want to experience in our physical world. And Saturn wants to make that happen. Saturn supports where we apply energy and where we invest in the work. You got to work for it with the Saturn energy. So being very intentional with this Pisces new moon means that there can be something that you are manifesting and refining throughout this year. So that brings a greater significance to this Pisces new moon. Now also during this Pisces new moon, We have Venus in Pisces sextiling Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees. Now, this is significant because that 29 degrees is the anoretic degree. It is a completion and mastery and endings. And so what we have is this Venus in Pisces was conjunct Neptune on February 15th, as we discussed, and then on February 19th is sextiling Pluto in Capricorn that's about making powerful decisions based on your self-worth, your personal value, what you want next, where you have been transformed. I'm seeing this as the heart chakra has expanded. I'm seeing something has been working with our individual heart chakra energies to remove old patterns, old energies, old connections, anything that's expired or been too dense, any of that heavy karma, or even anything that perhaps you've realized is not good for you anymore. I feel like we have healed past and healed 
through a lot. So you could feel that. You could feel like there's parts of your heart chakra that have shifted and it feels different. I'm actually feeling that heart chakra, not only has it expanded, I'm feeling it as being connected to the higher heart even more. And the higher heart is an energetic point that directly connects to an energy field of unconditional love, compassion, understanding. It also holds your pure essence of being valued, cherished, respected, and loved. And I feel like we've been undergoing some very deep reprogramming, and it can be difficult perhaps to tap in or feel that at times. But there's something about this week that there could feel like your heart has expanded and elevated. It could feel lighter and more free. It could feel like, again, you've healed past some very big patterns or wounds. It could feel like you're holding less density. As always, trust for yourself what you're feeling. This is just kind of the general impression I'm getting here. And so I do hope it resonates, but if it doesn't, trust that. In other words, this heart chakra has been cleared out. Like there's a lot that's been removed. There's a lot that maybe even you're feeling is no longer yours. It's no longer part of your path. It's no longer part of who you are. And that can be part of the liberation or freedom. So as Venus in Pisces has just experienced this conjunction with Neptune, then she meets up with Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees. And these are about powerful insights, powerful understandings of how your heart has been transformed and what your new truth is. And I feel this as, again, a bright, bright, beautiful, glowing energy in the heart chakra that is holding a new frequency, that is basically emerging as a new vibration in the heart chakra. And it feels like it's meant to be empowering, uplifting, you know, something that raises you up because of what you've understood, the work you've done, the healing you've done, all the things that have perhaps been unfolding in your world. I feel like this Pisces new moon really brings in a beautiful energy signature that we're going to be grounding in and working with as parts of our new experiences, especially throughout this year. So be sure to fully own that if that's what you're feeling, if this resonates. Really own what you're feeling in that heart space. And I feel again like it's something to celebrate. It's very positive. It's uplifting. And it's also meant to show you how far you've come, perhaps how far you've come with any Venus matters. So anything about your self-value, your personal worth, anything with relationships, friendships, personal interactions, anything with finances, money, economics, you know, things that you invest in or that have meaning to you. This is an energy signature that wants to support you in what you are claiming for yourself in these parts of your world. Then right after this Pisces new moon, we have Venus entering Aries. And Venus in Aries is actually a sign of her detriment because she is far away from one of her home signs of Libra. So anytime a planet is in the opposite astrology sign from its home sign, we say it's in its detriment. So Venus in Aries is very independent, wants to go her own way, 
be in charge. This is a lone wolf energy signature. I'll do it myself. I'll do it my own way. I'll do it on my own terms. So Venus in Aries isn't interested in sharing, isn't always interested in collaborating with others. This is much more of an independence that needs to be honored in how she operates. This Venus in Aries also wants to be in charge of her own path, to trust herself, to trust how she moves, to trust what calls to her. So this is where we come back into ourselves, we come back into who we are and really listen to more of the truth of our own needs and to honor those. Venus in Aries is developing confidence to be herself on her own terms without requiring others to validate her as much, to understand that she can stand on her own and that's enough. So this is where people tend to feel more independent. They want to do things on their own terms. And perhaps you sense that as well, especially within divine feminine energies, which is what Venus rules, where there could be a need here to step away, to understand what you want to do for yourself and to honor that. So there can be a healthy expression of every astrological combination. Even when a planet is in its detriment, it can still have a healthy expression. It doesn't mean it has to be damaging or hurtful. Rather, it means it requires more consciousness around how this energy operates and shows up. So the healthy expressions of Venus in Aries is about honoring that independence, allowing people to do things their own way, to not expecting that they want to collaborate or that they want to share, so to speak. But that is where we also understand, who am I now? What do I need now? What do I need to understand about myself now and feel good about that, to feel confident in that? So Venus in Aries returns us to our own needs while staying mindful of other people and how it will affect other people. But this is where you could feel or sense that it's okay to give people more space. Let them do their thing. Don't expect or assume that they want help but to allow each person and to allow yourself to figure things out on your own. This is also a leadership energy. This is a pioneer. This is a maverick. This is, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for this. It's the desire to try something else, to try something new and see where it goes. So there is a lot of trust involved with the Aries energy. And this Venus in Aries is learning to trust herself as she moves into new territory and tries something that she hasn't done before. So this can also mean new friendships, new connections with women, Venus being about feminine energies. This can be about doing something in a new way that you haven't tried before. This could be anything that is about a new cycle, a new adventure. It is wise for Venus in Aries to slow down and not be too impulsive, to think things through and to understand how her actions or words will affect others. But this is where she wants to do what she wants to do. And if you can allow that to be the case or allow that energy to be expressed in others, it can turn out better because then you're not fighting back or pushing back on someone's independence or desire to do things their own way. 
So Venus has a busy week. She is conjunct Neptune. She is sextiling Pluto. Then she moves into Aries. And there could be a lot that you're sensing that's calling to you now. And again, I'm tapping back into that heart space where there's things here that you're ready to do differently or in a new way, in a fresh way. And if so, it's right on time. Now, the other energy that is strong this week is Mercury in Aquarius. Now, Mercury is going to be making connections to Jupiter in Aries, Chiron in Aries, Uranus in Taurus, and Mars in Gemini. I'm going to go through the dates and particulars of each of those, but I wanted to call out that Mercury in Aquarius is very active, which stirs up our conversations and our ideas. This is socializing and communications. This could be feeling like there's a lot going on. There's a lot of ideas happening. There's a lot of possibilities coming through. Mercury does well in the air signs. So Mercury in Aquarius is strong. It's a problem solver. It's creative. It's able to see things in a different way or in a new light. And this is where you could have those aha breakthroughs because of how that Aquarius energy signature is like an electrical circuit. It's like lightning striking. You're like, oh, I've got it. I know what this is. I know what to do. And it can be a fast move moving message. So keep that in mind that it could feel like things have sped up. It could feel like there's a lot going on in your brain. It could feel like there's a lot going on in your world. It's a good time to intentionally ground it in, whether that is making lists, writing things down, putting it on your calendar, making sure that what is important doesn't escape you because this energy moves so fast. Now, Mercury in Aquarius is very creative and is able to see things from a new angle, from a new perspective. So stay open to that. Even though Aquarius is a fixed sign, it's fixated on the bigger vision, fixated on the future, on what is being created, on where you're going, on what's interesting, on what's different and avant-garde. This energy can actually mentally push you into some new things or new ways of thinking that you wouldn't have maybe been willing to understand before. But the bigger picture here is based on what matters for the long term. And Mercury in Aquarius is tapped into that frequency. Where can this go? What is developing here? What are the possibilities? What can manifest and come through? So the mind could feel very active. The mind could feel like there's a lot of stimuli, a lot of information. The mind could even feel overwhelmed and that you have to intentionally take those breaks. Step away from the phone. Step away from the devices. Step away from all the people and all the things going on so that you can hear yourself. Hear yourself think. Hone in on your own brilliance. And Mercury in Aquarius can connect you to some kind of genius breakthrough and could show you something that you just didn't catch before. Now, Mercury in Aquarius sextiles Jupiter in Aries at nine degrees 
on February 17th. And when Mercury makes a sextile to Jupiter in Aries, this is expansive. This can be good news. This could be something happy in your email. This could be something joyful on your phone. This could be something that just keeps growing. It has a life to it. And Jupiter wants to expand it. So this can be a positive energy signature. Again, that's February 17th. Then on February 20th, Mercury sextiles Chiron in Aries at 13 degrees. And this can be an understanding of what you've been healing. There's an energy of detachment here where Chiron in Aries feels things very personally, where it could feel like it's only about you or it's very clear that there's something that you're healing that's very individual. But Mercury in Aquarius reminds you that a lot of people are healing things or a lot of people are going through some big things right now. And there's a detachment here, a detachment to not take it personally, not allow that narrative to take on too much life or too much energy. I feel like Mercury in Aquarius sextiling Chiron in Aries can bring through a new understanding of what you're healing, what you're working through, what has been a place of insecurity or vulnerability. So know that this can also be a time of supportive information and good feedback coming in. Now, Mercury in Aquarius then squares Uranus in Taurus at 15 degrees. That happens on February 21st. This is often a surprise, unexpected news, some kind of announcement. This is where something can be stated and you're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. That's surprising. I didn't see that coming. Now, Mercury in Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. So each of the three personal planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, has a higher octave planet, which is an outer planet. So for Venus, her higher octave is Neptune. For Mars, the higher octave is Pluto. And for Mercury, the higher octave is Uranus. So when Mercury and Uranus meet up through an aspect, in this case, a square, on February 21st, there is more significance here to the information coming through to the communications or to the conversations. There's more energy around what's being said, what might be coming through. This is where there can be outbursts that catch you off guard and you're like, I had no idea that's what you were thinking or that's what you were feeling. Or you could have an outburst and get something off your chest, like move it out of your head if you've been stirring in it. Of course, there are the healthy ways to communicate and then the unconscious, unhealthy ways to communicate. So this is definitely a week to be intentional with your words and your thoughts, to be aware of what you're saying and how you're saying it, especially tone of voice, you know, all those things that are important for communication skills. This is a time when I feel like that Mercury in Aquarius can just feel like I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to say what I need to say. I'm going to be very honest and forthright and I'm going to go for it. There's something about a fearlessness that this Mercury is experiencing this week. That's how I would summarize it. 
This Mercury feels strong and supported. This Mercury does not want to be held back. This Mercury is all about this is where I'm going. This is what I need to say and what I need to express. So stay mindful of that for yourself. Also be aware that others might be feeling that energy and it might not be coming from a conscious place. And that's where we can be experiencing those outbursts as well. So this is a very active Mercury. Then on February 22nd, Mercury trines Mars in Gemini at 16 degrees. And this is also an energy where Mercury is strong because Mars in Gemini, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So there is also some type of forward motion here, forward movement. Something is said and it gets things moving. It gets something off the ground. Um, this is the energy of even travel and plans and projects, ideas put into motion, things lining up and coming through. So a very active week for Mercury in Aquarius to move things forward, say what you need to say, get it going, just feeling strong too in the healthy expression of the throat chakra. I'm also seeing it as a third eye chakra that is very clear, very open. I feel like we've had expansions in that third eye where we're taking in more and we have to filter, we have to be aware of what we're taking in. But there's something here where our communication is being elevated. Oh, okay, I'm seeing it as more telepathy, as more intuitive conversations. It feels like there's more that's being transmitted through higher frequencies. It could feel like you're in conversation with people that aren't in your physical present reality. It could feel like your own communication is evolving and expanding. And that you're receiving more messages, more downloads, more transmissions that come through really fast. So that would be another hallmark of this energy is that it is fast moving. And so that's why you want to ground it. Write it down. Make sure you capture it if it's important, if it's worthwhile, if it's inspiring. Write it down. Because just like an electrical strike or something happening quickly, it can come through and then the energy moves on or the energy changes and you could feel like you lost it. So write things down, keep it in a safe place. Even if you're receiving a message and you don't know what to do with it yet, the Aquarius energies can be on a different timeline. It's the future timeline. It's not necessarily in the present moment. It's sort of like you could write something down and then a week later, it comes up in a conversation or someone mentions something and you're like, you know what? I was just thinking about that and this is what I was noticing. So the Mercury in Aquarius can deliver you a message before you actually are in that conversation. And I just feel like there's something about this week where those messages and communications and conversations are happening quickly, are happening smoothly. It could even feel like something takes on a life of its own or that there's a lot of energy behind a particular project, plan, idea, interaction. Um, this is also where you could say something. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, where you say something and you're like, what I just say? What was that? That wasn't me. I swear that wasn't me. It was you. It was a part of your own energy, but it was coming through you 
to share more of your own brilliance and wisdom, but it could feel like it wasn't a part of you, like it wasn't a part of what you would normally think. And then you just spit it out and you just said it and it surprises you. You just are surprised by what you just said. So this is a big energy signature for this week and keep that in mind as you're communicating or presenting or speaking, writing, whatever you might be doing, that there is more energy behind it right now. So a lot is going on this week and I do post on Facebook and Instagram these transits. I do have a graphic for you describing each of the transits so that you know the date and when they're occurring. So be sure and check those out on my socials. And know too that as I said at the beginning of this show, next week, February 22nd to March 1st, there's basically no transits until March 1st when Venus is conjunct Jupiter. So this week is really busy and then the following week through the end of February, there's this catching up, there's a sense of breathing deeply, allowing, getting things done. So if this week feels really busy, keep in mind that through the end of February, you will have time to do what you need to do. Well, ideally, right? Or in a perfect world. But just keep in mind that, yes, there's a lot going on this week, but the following week, there isn't much going on at all, at least in terms of the general astrological aspects. For those of you who have asked, yes, you can still join us for the Sedona Awakening Astrology Retreat Experience that starts March 3rd. It's March 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Sedona at the Sedona Creative Life Center. But registration closes February 20th. February 20th, we're shutting the doors. We have a big group, great people, so excited to connect with you and meet you in person. So if you wanted to register, you do need to do so before February 20th. And my newest business development program for healers, intuitives, energy guides, and astrologers is now open. Be sure and check that out. I have the link below this podcast. It's designed to help you be the best energy guide you can be. It helps you with your skills and understanding what is important when working with clients, how to understand the foundation of your business to establish and build it in a way that supports your own energy. And there's so much more we talk about. There's some great conversations happening in this program. So if you are looking for support with your gifts, with your purpose in this lifetime, please check out this program. I do have it on sale right now as part of the launch experience, and I do hope it supports you in what you're here to do in this lifetime, because one of the most important things we can maintain, especially as we move more into the age of Aquarius, is how we can support each other person to person. We can support each other's humanity. We can support each other's healing. We can be there to guide each other. And that isn't something that we want to give up or have taken away. I mean, look at everything that's being automated, right? Look at everything that is being artificially created or cloned. But what we can maintain as part of our humanity is how we support each other how we help each other, how we allow each other to shine and be in our gifts. And that cannot be duplicated. That cannot be removed unless we allow it. 
So this program is designed to help so many of you really be powerful in your soul gifts and to build a business that's successful and strong and designed to go the distance. So please check that out below the podcast if you are looking for that kind of support. Otherwise, I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. Thank you so much for your time, energy, and connection. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I never take it for granted, and I'm just grateful to share this journey with you. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, and I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Have a beautiful Pisces new moon and I will connect with you again very soon. Take care.